0: Al Bayan Radio presents the following Friday Khutbah from Masjidul Azhar, Beomoo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said in a hadith: "Man huma la yashba'an. Man humun fi al-ilmi la yashba'u min, wa man humun fi la yashba'u There are two greedy Types of people. The two greedy ones that never attain satisfaction. The first is greedy for knowledge. Knowledge in Allah Azza wa Jal. Knowledge in the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal. Knowledge in His Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He will never be sufficed with what he has of this knowledge. He always wants more of it. And the other is one that is greedy in this world, is chasing a tale that he will never be sufficed with. Always chasing this world and its adornments and its desires, and he will never be sufficed. Now, greed is found in every individual. Some tame and control this desire of theirs And express it in that which Allah Azza wa Jal agrees and loves And then you have the others That submit themselves to their desire That submit themselves to their greed Becoming slaves of themselves and their greed Most of the times earning the displeasure of Allah Azza wa Jal. Now as we mentioned, there's a greed that is praiseworthy. A greed or an obsession that Allah Azza wa enjoins for His slaves. That He wants to see from His slaves. And that is to increase in knowledge. To increase in knowledge of Allah. To increase in knowledge of the religion of Allah. To increase in the connection between you And Allah, in the Qur'an, there's only one verse that Allah Azza wa Jal orders the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to ask an increase of. Only one thing, not two, but one. Wealth? Offspring? Life? Strength? No. Allah Azza wa Jal tells the Prophet and ask for an increase of knowledge, an increase of belief, an increase of connection between you and Allah Azza to which the sad reality is the total opposite nowadays. Now all we ask for is an increase of wealth, an increase in status. An increase in desire, an increase in worldly achievement. As for our increase and our connection and our obsession with Islam, we're sufficed. We're sufficed with the bare minimum. The bare minimum. Allah Azza wa Jal asks from you to increase in Islam, to increase in Iman, to increase in connection with Allah not to increase in this world. Then you have the greed or the obsession that is displeased, that displeases Allah Azza wa Jal and frowned upon. The greed that if not tamed by Allah, it will destroy you. It will destroy your dunya, your world and your akhirah. A greed that if you do not control and you do not tame, will destroy you. Will destroy everything that you think that you live for. And this is the greed and the obsession to attain this world. To reach the peak and the pinnacle of what is known as success and whatever that comes with money, fame and fortune and whatnot. Everyone's obsession and greed is to reach the top. To reach the top. Now, to make things clear, I'm not talking about enjoying yourself, enjoying your life, enjoying the adornments of this world, that which is attained by halal means. Because this is allowed. Say who has forbidden the adornment of Allah Azza which He has produced for His servants and the good lawful things of provision. Say they are for those who believe during this world and exclusively for them in the hereafter. So yes, you're allowed to enjoy that which Allah has made for you available, which has, He has given you in Halal, this is not our discussion. Our discussion, discussion and our topic for today is greed and obsession for wanting what you do not have and that which you cannot achieve. Overextending your eyesight and your heart and connecting them to that which is not yours. Connecting him to that which you cannot achieve. And then all you have before you in your life is that which you cannot achieve, which you cannot reach, that which you cannot get. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, وَلَا تَمُدَّنَّ عَيْنَيْكَ إِلَى مَا مَتَّعْنَا بِهِ مِنْهُمْ زَهْرَةَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا لِنَفْتِنَهُمْ رِزْقُ رَبِّكَ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى And do not extend your eyes towards that by which we have given enjoyment to some categories of them. Allah Azza wa Jal has blessed or tested some with affluence, wealth, status, fame, fortune. Don't extend your eyes onto that which Allah has given them. And Allah mentioned that as the, the splendor of the worldly life. Zahrat al hayat al-dunya. Some, it's their test fi. This is their test. Your test is in one way, their test is in another. You do not overextend your heart. Do not overextend your mind. Do not overextend your emotions to that which is not yours. Do not have an obsession to that which you cannot achieve. Don't be greedy to keep on attaining this world. Why? Because the provision of your Lord is better and more enduring. Now this final statement of this verse, وَرِزْقُ رَبِّكَ wa that That the provision of your Lord is better and more enduring, raises a question. Isn't what He has given the poor, the poor and the rich from His provision? Isn't everything in this world from start to finish if you go up and if you go down, wherever you go, and whatever you see, is it not from the provision of Allah Azza wa Jal? Of course it is. So what is meant by this verse? What is meant by the provision of Allah Azza wa Jal? ka khayrun wa From the meanings, as the scholars of Tafsir made, read the next verse. Read the next verse. Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَأْمُرْ alayha. La nasaluka and enjoin in prayer upon in prayer upon your family and your people and be steadfast therein. The more the the, the provision of Allah Azza wa that is better and more enduring is your connection with Allah, is your link to Allah, is your knowledge of Allah. Is that not a provision? He's given some wealth, money. He's given some status. He's given some Iman Why don't you say that your link between you and Allah Azzawajal is a provision that's priceless That you cannot give a number So if you were to price up a house, you can say this house is worth a million dollars This car is worth $50,000 How do you price your Iman? Because everything is a provision from Allah your provision is enduring. It's never ending. This house one day will turn to rubble. This car one day will go out of fashion and, and be sold as scrap metal. As for your Iman, this is the provision that you're supposed to be greedy for and obsessed with. Seeking Allah Azza wa Jal. Wanting Allah Azza wa Connecting yourself to Allah Azza wa Knowing who Allah Azza wa is. So what's the problem? Because there is a problem. What's the problem? And how do we overcome it? The problem that has, I can say, touched, at least say, touched majority of the hearts of mankind what's the problem and the solution why and the problem being why are we so obsessed and so greedy to attain this material life to attain this dunya to attain this world what is it what is it that has made us so obsessed with always wanting more with always wanting an increase but not in knowledge not in Allah But wanting an increase in this dunya I have a car The latest car The next one comes out My car is still brand new You can still smell the leather That's how new it is But I want the new one I've got a new, brand new phone I took out of the seal Six months later the new one came out I want the new one Brand new house I just moved in Two years, three years later I'm not happy I want a new one I have a million dollars in my bank account I'm not happy. I want more. Why are we so obsessed? Why are we so greedy with this dunya? And sad to say, don't argue the fact that we're not, I'm not obsessed. Yes, Allahu ilaa marrahiim Allah samaan samaan. But the fact that this has touched many of the hearts is a reality. Because when you look at the matter of the fact, manhumani la yashba'an. The first hadith that we mentioned. The two greedy that are never never satisfied. Find yourself. If you are looking how to increase in wealth, how to increase in status, how to increase in fame and fortune whatsoever, but you're satisfied with where you are in your religion and you're happy. I pray five times. Maybe at work. Maybe at the mosque. Listen, I come to the masjid on Friday. Thank you very much. You come to the masjid on Friday. Is this what you're sufficed with? I know how to pray. That's all you want? I know how to read the Fatiha and a few of the small, small surah in the end of the Qur'an. Is that enough? Why are you not obsessed and greedy with wanting to memorize the Qur'an? So if you find yourself obsessed and greedy to increase in the dollars that, and the zeros in your bank account but you're not obsessed and greedy to increase in how much you know Allah and His religion then sad to say you are obsessed with this dunya. And you are sufficed with what you have of your religion. These two obsessions. The obsession of the Akhirah and the greed for the Akhirah and the obsession of this dunya and the greed for it. The bottom line is that, and if you want to open it up, you need a lifetime. You need a lifetime to understand why a person is greedy. And And this should be the goal of every single individual to search and to look into his heart into his spirituality and find the issues in it and iron it out it's a lifetime but the bottom line is that somewhere along the line we lost the meaning of this dunya and we lost the meaning of the akhirah. the dunya being this world somewhere along the line We connected our heart too much to this world, thinking that it's the abode of bliss, thinking that it is the abode of happiness, the eternal abode. And the matter of the fact is that it's the total opposite. We lost the meaning of the Akhirah. We indulged too much in that which we have. We lost the meaning of the dunya and the Akhirah. And when this happens, you release yourself to your desire. Because this abode is the abode of desire. And it's a struggle between yourself and your desire. When you lose the meanings of this dunya and you open the door to desire, and you release yourself into it, you'll get stuck in a black hole. Whatever you put in there, it wants more. Whatever you give your desire... It wants more. Whatever you place and you suffer, or you think you're sufficing this desire, it wants more. The Prophet ﷺ said, The son of Adam, if he had a valley full of gold, You know what a valley full of gold means? The gram now, what, 50, 60, 100 dollars a gram. Imagine the tons that you will find in a valley full of gold. This person practically has never-ending zeros in his bank account because he's got a valley full of gold. If he had one whole valley full of gold, he would wish that he has another one because he released himself to his desire. He released himself to this dunya. And the Prophet wasallam he said, إِلَّ And that this person that wants from this dunya and he wants to attain from this world, the only thing he will be sufficed with is the dirt. Realize that when, and may Allah have mercy on us, when you enter your grave, the first, the first amount of dirt to enter your mouth, you'll be sufficed. I don't want any more. But I thought you wanted to increase in this world. Take more of this dirt. No, no. I don't want any more. إِلَّ he wanted to attain and attain and attain. And then at the end, he left. And when he left, he entered his grave. And from the first amount of dirt to enter his mouth, he was happy. I don't want any more. Why? Increase. Didn't you want to increase from this world? There are two. One that tames and controls his desire, and the other that releases himself to his desire. Which one are you? <laughs> Hamdullah, he was cafe, illa, alam, and volam, or boga, or sola to a salam, while in Mabuthi Mustafa, sola to Robbie, was a lem, who are lay, while early he was happy, he went to Mesaka, bisonetti, or cafe beheadi, he be sending illa yomidin, bad. Your desire must be tamed. Your desire must be tamed. It's that simple. It's that simple. Because if you release yourself to your desire, then you open yourself up to a door that will never close. You become enslaved. Enslaved to your desire which will never be sufficed, will never be happy. And if you look at the pious before us, this was how they used to live. They would avoid the mubah. The mubah is that which is not halal nor haram So you don't get sinned for doing it Nor do you get rewarded for doing it They would avoid the مُبَاح خَشْيَةَ الْوُقُوعِ فِي الْحَرَامِ عَرَفِّي That when they get too used to This which is not halal nor haram That they will get accustomed And then they get closer and closer to this desire of theirs And then they will fall Somewhere down the track They will fall into haram so they would cut the pathway to Haram way before it even crosses their mind as a thought. Umar said a, beautiful, said a statement to one of the Sahaba, Jabir ibn Abdullah, who was once walking and he had some meat with him. He had some meat with him. So he told him, What is it that you're carrying? What is it that's, what you, What's with you? He said to him, I felt like some meat So I went and bought some meat So Amr anhu Being the father and the teacher Of this ummah The caliph of Islam He said to him Every time you desire something You hasten and rush To fulfill that desire of yours Because you desire something, you do it. Every time you desire something, you release yourself to your desire. Don't you fear to be from the people that Allah mentioned in the verse? أَذْهَبْتُمْ طَيِّبَاتِكُمْ فِي حَيَاتِكُمُ الدُّنْيَا وَاسْتَمْتَعْتُمْ بِهَا فَالْيَوْمَ تُجِزَوْنَ عَذَابَ الْهُونِ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَسْتَكْبِرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَبِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَ It will be said to a certain people on the day of judgment, you exhausted your pleasures during your worldly life and enjoyed them. Every time you wanted a desire, you enjoyed it. You exhausted it. You became so extravagant in your desire, you enjoyed it. So this day you will be awarded the punishment of extreme humiliation because you were arrogant upon the earth without right and because you were defiantly disobedient. The bottom line is releasing yourself to your desire always leads you to disobedience. Always. And someone can say to me, this is Umar and Abdullah and this companion and that companion. They're elites. Where are you from these elites? I understand they're elites, but what about you? Why aren't you striving and seeking and putting yourself on this path to be from the elites? Why are you sufficed and not obsessed and not greedy to be like the elites? Can you not be like the elites? Can you not be like Umar and Abu Bakr and Ali and Uthman and all the pious before us? Why not? If you're obsessed, if you're greedy, then you can. Instead of wanting to be like this millionaire and this famous person, and that famous person, seek and strive, and be obsessed, and be greedy with being like Umar, being like Ali, being like Abu Bakr, being like the Prophet and then you'll be on that path. And then you'll be on that path. But it's up to you. It's up to you to be greedy in that which Allah wants you to be greedy in, or to be greedy in that which displeases Allah Azza wa jal. So be obsessed, be greedy, but in that which Allah wants from you.